Hello everybody, this is Claudio Miranda from Linux Basement. And on this, my debut episode for Hacker Public Radio, I not only wanted to record one episode, but I actually wanted to do a series of episodes entitled How I Upgraded My PC. And my reason for doing this was that I thought it would be helpful for anybody out there looking to build a, a new PC from scratch to know how I went about uh, coming to my decisions for my purchases. What research I did, what websites I looked at, and the comparisons that I made. And in this episode, I'm going to cover how I did that for the processor that I purchased. But before I go into that, I wanted to give you a little bit of background on the PC that I currently have. And um, it's a PC I built back in 2003 and it's an AMD system. The processor is an AMD Athlon XP 2400 plus. The system originally had 512 megabytes of RAM and I've since upgraded to one gigabyte and it's been at that ever since. The hard drive that it's using is a 200 gigabyte SATA hard drive and the motherboard that it's using is uh, an ABIT NF7S motherboard and if any of you are familiar with ABIT uh, they were a company that uh, specialized on specialized in making motherboards specifically for the enthusiast market uh, they had some budget boards and stuff but they were well known for their enthusiast uh, uh, PC enthusiast boards and this one in particular is one of them that was uh, rated very good by a lot of websites uh, unfortunately, the company uh, no longer exists. They actually closed shop at a, around mid-2000s, I would say. Uh, just bad case, a case of bad luck, really. And uh, even though in the end they, they tried to come back, it just didn't happen. They didn't have the money or the resources anymore, and so they just decided to call it quits. But uh, all in all, still a very good motherboard. Uh, one of the first ones that came out at the time was serial ATA connectors, uh, and it also has uh, uh, firewire ports. And aside from that, it also has the uh, S the the optical uh, audio connectors. The I think it's SPDIF. I don't remember, but anyway, a very good board for its time, and uh, it's done very well, and still continues to to do well. Uh, the video card that I purchased for this system is a, uh, or was a, and still is, it's still in there, but when I purchased it, it was an uh, Sapphire Tech Radeon 9600 XT. And it was, the, Sapphire Tech is actually one of the company, the third party companies that licensed ATI's uh, reference design for the Radeon 9600 XT. Now, what interested me particularly about this video card is that this one was, I believe, the only one that came with 256 megabytes of video RAM, while all the others, including ATIs, only had 128. And on top of that, it got very good reviews from a lot of websites, one of which is the one that I will be referencing later on uh, for this uh, for the processor purchase that I made. But anyway, so that's been my system since 2003, and it still is a very good system. It runs Linux very well, still very usable. Uh, but for some of the in, some of the more intensive tasks, 
uh, like when I was editing the ILF promo uh, with Rick Claudio Montalban, as you as you all well know now. <laughs> uh, I did have some issues where, and even with this episode, I had some issues where recording more than one track in Audacity resulted in very choppy audio on the second track. And there are moments where, when I try to do more than one thing at a time, it kind of, especially with Firefox, it starts to, to to slow down a bit, and it's it's starting to feel longer than tooth. So, despite the fact that it's still a very good system, uh, still can keep keep its own, I figured uh, starting a new year, starting a new decade. Why not start with a brand new PC? So, this episode, as I mentioned, we're covering the processor. And so the processor that I decided to go with this time around is the AMD Phenom 2 X4 965 Black Edition. Now, the reason why I went with AMD... not. Intel has their core series chips, and they're very, very good. I've always liked them since I've always liked the core chips since they were, since they were released. Uh, and of course, the Core i series are a lot, a lot improved, a lot more improved uh, from their previous generations. And now you have the Sandy Bridge ones that have everything on the actual processor itself, including the video chipset. So very good uh, design. Now, the reason why I did not go with Intel was, aside from the cost, because they tend to be very expensive, uh, the issue with Sandy Bridge was of concern to me, because, as you all know, uh, it's been reported that uh, Intel's Sandy Bridge chipsets have a bug in in how they handle the serial ATA. I think it's the 3 gigabit serial ATA ports. And I didn't want to spend money, considering how expensive they are. I didn't want to go. I was. I mean, I wouldn't go with a Sandy Bridge anyway because it's just too expensive and it's still too new. But an even more black eye to the Sandy Bridge was the fact that it had this bug, and so Intel just was pretty much out of the question for me. And so I went ahead and I looked again to AMD, and. As everybody knows, AMD is always known for getting a, 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 a good bang out of your buck. So you get good performance for, for a good price. And uh, this processor is no different. Uh, it's actually a very good processor. And how I came to purchasing this processor is actually from a website that I, that I did my research on uh, called Anantech. And you can find them at www.anantech.com. Dot com. That's A-N-A-N-D-T-E-C-H dot com. And I'll provide the link in, in the show notes. Uh, now, Anantech has been around, f- I would say, for about a decade or so. Uh, I, this, I actually use this, uh, I actually use Anantech to put together the PC that I have now, the Athlon XP2400. So, it's definitely been a good resource for me for many years. And the, what's what's interesting, some history on the, on the website is that the the guy who started the website, uh, his name is Anand. It's named after him. He started this when he was uh, in his teens. I believe he was about 14 when he started the website. 
And since then, it's grown to be a very respectable and a highly reputable website for uh, just reviews on, on, on various PC hardware and uh, even benchmarking and, and, and various operating systems. I mean, they at, now they even cover Macs. And they've, they've covered Linux uh, uh, as well. Uh, but they're very good. As far as uh, reviews on hardware, they're very, very good. Uh, and, and I've always turned to them for um, for recommendations on hardware. So this time around is no different. I went ahead and I checked out uh, Anantech. And what they have, they actually have these, um, these uh, system builder guides that they put out every few months or so. And when I purchased my my uh, Phenom 2 965 uh, the review that the the guide that they had out at the time was actually a it's it's actually the 2010 holiday system builders guide and that link in particular I'll put in the show notes. And uh, they pretty much run the gamut of all the systems with the components that they recommend. Uh, starting from the l- very low-end, really budget-based system all the way to the high-end, take out a second mortgage, dream PC. So um, definitely they do some good coverage on there and, and give you some good examples. Definitely, and, and, and a good way to research what would be some good components without breaking the bank. So the one that really was of interest to me was the AMD Budget Gaming System. And I went with this because I figured it, if it's a budget gaming system, it's going to be powerful enough to run games, uh, assuming this were to be a, a, a purchase for Windows. Uh, it would be powerful enough to run games and, and you know, not top of the line, but still you can run some decent games um, that that require the performance. And in, in that particular... Uh, page they they talk about the the 965 and they actually say that the stock 3.4 gigahertz clock is already more than fast enough for any games but the black edition which is the one i purchased and the one they recommended here means you can play around with overclocking without needing to raise bus or memory speed so it's overclock fr- overclocker friendly uh, i don't find myself looking to overclock this processor but i did want to get something that it's a little more high end. Um, that's just my personal preference. But anyway, um, <clears throat> now they also mentioned uh, that Intel does have faster processors available, but for less than two hundred dollars, it's going to be very difficult to match the performance of the Phenom Two Nine Sixty Five. So, right there, you can you can see that they're giving it a pretty much a a, a good review, and so they have it listed right now as of this recording. The processor they have it listed there uh, for 166 US dollars. When I purchased this, I purchased it on Newegg, and it was selling for 159 dollars US, I believe. So definitely a good a a good price for this amount of power. Now, this processor is is uh, based on the Deneb core, and the uh, speed is the 3.4 gigahertz processor. Uh, it has four cores, and each of those cores has a 512 kilobyte L2 cache, and all four of them share the six megabyte L3 cache. So, pretty, 
pretty powerful stuff there. You, you, you're pretty much covered. Um, very good processor from what they say. Uh, I also, by chance, just kind of heard on uh, another podcast called This Week in Computer Hardware. Yes, it's a Twitch show, but it's, it's actually very good. And I recommend it. Um, they, they do cover uh, a lot of PC hardware there. If you can overlook the Windows stuff and the Mac stuff, they, they really do a good job of covering stuff, covering the, the hardware. And they spoke very highly of, of this particular processor, the, nine, the Phenom 2965. Now, when I, after I purchased this, I got a dent from somebody on Identica uh, telling me to go with another AMD Phenom 2 processor, uh, which is the 1090T, and that one is actually based on the Thuban core, which is newer than this one. Uh, it's one generation newer. Um, now, I would have taken his advice, but the only problem, aside from the fact that I already purchased the 965, uh, I didn't feel too bad about it, because to be honest, the 1090T was about $50 more than I could afford. So if you do have the money, if you have two hundred dollars, two hundred U.S. dollars, I don't know how much it is. It would be anywhere else, but at least here in the U.S., it'd be about two hundred dollars on Newegg. If you have the money to spend on it, buy it. Uh, that is another one that Anantech and This Week in Computer Hardware also speak highly of. So if you can get it, that one comes with six cores and um, has a few more features than this one. It has the, um, I believe it has the, the it's called, it's, it's, a, it's a feature that's similar to the Turbo Boost and the Intel chips. Uh, so, the, and, and the, the, the 965 doesn't have that. So, if you're into that, oh, it's Turbo Core, and this I'm getting it from Wikipedia, and I'll put that link as well in the show notes. Um, where they have a list of all the different um, uh, processors from AMD, the Phenom processors. So anyway, that the the um, the 1090T has that feature. Uh, I think that's the only thing that's really missing from the 965. But if if it's that important to you, then I guess just go with the 1090T. But the the 965 is definitely uh, more than enough, and especially for someone like me coming from an Athlon XP2400 Plus, this is definitely a major upgrade. So, you know, definitely if, if you're looking to upgrade, I highly recommend this processor. Uh, if you're an AMD fan, definitely check it out. Uh, either of the two that I mentioned. Uh, if you're an Intel fan, you may want to consider this one. It's actually very good, but. If you want to go Intel, the, the, the options are already there for you. Just be aware of the issue with the Sandy Bridge at, at the moment. Uh, I don't know if they've actually resolved that issue. Uh, I don't think they have, but I'd probably hold off on that. Uh, still, very good processor. I'm very happy with this purchase, and uh, I hope to be building this very soon. Um, as a matter of fact, the next episode, I'm going to cover the motherboard that I've chosen and I've already chosen it but n until I actually have it in my hands I'm not gonna record uh, the second episode um, but I've already done the research and I, I will cover that in in the upcoming episode so I hope this has been helpful for you in, in looking at which processor to choose for your upgrade and 
I hope you'll listen to the next one where I cover the motherboard. If you'd like to send me feedback, you can reach me at claudio at linuxbasement.com or you can reach me on Identica as at ClaudioM or on Twitter as at ClaudioM72 and that would be the numbers 7 and 2. And uh, be sure to catch Linux Basement. We record every other Friday night. Uh, that may change from time to time, but usually it's every other Friday night. Uh, Chad and I, we talk about Linux, we talk about open source software, we talk about a whole bunch of stuff, and we have reviews and discussions. And you can find the RSS feeds for that at linuxbasement.com. We'll, there's also an IRC channel where we announce when the uh, recordings happen live, and that's on irc.freenode.net, hash linuxbasement. Once again, I hope this episode has been very helpful for you, and I hope the uh, following episodes will be just as helpful, if not more. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.